0: Hey, everybody, it's Stuart Thompson. I wanted to direct you to some things that I would like you to listen to in addition to this great podcast. I have a fantastic album out called Dandyman that I made with Radland Records. It is my first comedy album, and I'd love for you to listen to it. It's available wherever you download your comedy. Pandora, Apple, Spotify, Tidal, you name it, it's there. I'd also like you to listen to Luke, on bill burr presents the ringers it's available at those same places wherever you stream and download your comedy pandora amazon apple you name it you can find him there he's got a great set on that collection of comedy so listen to my album Dandy Man with radland records and luke on bill burr presents the ringers thanks for listening to those things and thank you for listening to this episode <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Late Night Welcome. Podcast with Stuart and Luke. I'm Stuart Thompson. I'm not. That's Luke Schwartz. And we've got a fantastic episode coming your way with none other than our comedy store comrade, Lucas Hurl. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just a he's a genuinely good dude, and it was great to talk to him and catch up with him. And you'll get a little bit of comedy store lore in yeah. this one.
1: There's some inside uh, poker baseball right yeah. now. Exactly. Inside uh, Fantasy yeah. Baseball. Yeah, Inside rather. Fantasy Baseball. I wish I had said that first.
0: God damn it. <laughs> uh, damn it. it. <laughs> the, um, he's on a great podcast called What's the Odds uh, with Brenton Billcombe and Steve Renitz-Easy.
1: And their producer, Emma, that they like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So check so, out that.
0: Yeah, that's on all, the All Things Comedy Network. Um, great podcast. If you like our show, uh, we're at the Late Night Show. The Late Night Show. Night Show. On Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Stuart B. Thompson on all the socials. Uh, Stuart Thompson comedy. Candy for lad. Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My album is called Dandy Man. I mentioned it before <laughs> our intro. You should go buy it. My yeah. album is now going to be on Sirius XM Radio. Nice. So if you got Sirius, I've got some tracks that are going to be available on. Sirius, more like joking. I know it's, uh, it's I should wow. I should have submitted to joking. XM
1: Radio. I, I went, I went there. Yes, you did Luke. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, you can listen to that on, uh, com- I'm raw verified on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Oh, you got the raw dog. That's nice. Yeah, Raw
0: dog, laugh <laughs> USA and, um, Jeff and Larry's comedy hour. Those are the wow. places where you can hear those things. Uh, cool. and, yeah, Luke's verified on Twitter. So, uh, you can go follow him there. Uh, it's, um, it's near the end of March. Um, I, uh, my birthday was this month.
1: And, oh yes. Uh, I, I didn't uh, get you anything as per usual, but I did receive something. So I kind of did get you something.
0: Yeah. Uh, you got, you gave me inspiration, Luke. I, so I found <laughs> out, um, I love edible arrangements and I, I think <laughs> it's objectively a funny gift and I, I've sent them before, but I, it's a real pain. It is. I I think that's the funny thing because what you're giving someone when you you, you, get them an edible arrangement is you're giving them an errand (laughs) more than anything else. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I have to like eat all this fruit now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I got Luke an edible arrangement that was set to arrive on my birthday. And Mm -hmm. the best part of it was it was a sympathy edible arrangement. They yeah. have a sympathy section on their website, so you can get a fruit basket that says "In pineapple, sorry."
1: Yeah. It's
0: spelled out "sorry" in pineapple. It was sticking up on sticks, and it still makes me laugh. It's
1: it's for, my, my my wife uh, received it on a day that I was out. I I, oh, I think out. I was, I was I either out or was. I wasn't awake. yet. and and she was like do you have something you want to tell me? And I was like, I'm not, I'm not sure what you mean. She goes, why did Stuart send you this? And it's a big basket of fruit that says, sorry, and pineapple. (laughs) And there's like speared cantaloupe and honeydew and grapes on there. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, it's his birthday today. So, she she went through three moods first she was like pissed that she has to like she was like, "What the fuck is even going on?" <laughs> and then she thought she goes, "Oh my God, that's really funny that Stuart sent you <laughs> and then it was it was pissed again because we were we we were both mad we were like, what uh, now we have to deal with this shit. Like it's taking up space in our fridge, and we just like we 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 ate a bunch of it, and there's still so much left, and then we had to we just had to compost a bunch of fruit.
0: Oh man! Uh, well, I'm I'm I mean I am I am sorry for the inconvenience. So you're welcome for your birthday present, Stuart. <laughs> but I gotta say that Good that Lord. provides me so much enjoyment <laughs> at how at how ridiculous it is. <laughs> Yeah, oh, you got man. you got me.
1: You did get me. <laughs> I, oh I, man. I, I uh, got, got by Stuart. The shame <laughs> I feel.
0: I don't know. It just like there's I can't think of a funnier gift to give someone. But um I'm glad I'm glad that you you, you, and you Kate played uh, yeah, along.
1: you given the big cutouts of yourself is is one of the best ones and this edible arrangement is also one of the best ones. So that's yeah, good.
0: Yeah, cl- close second. I think that's something that I almost solely look forward to as we get more successful in comedy is just being able to do this kind of ridiculous stuff uh with (laughs) with our friends and family um yeah one of our
1: friends is lucas hurl yeah and And he's uh, a great guest
0: on this episode so Mm. um check it out everybody thanks Welcome back. We are very excited to talk to uh, a comedy store pal uh, in the truest sense of the word. Someone uh, you know, Luke and I have spent a lot of time uh, working with, both in comedy and in the <laughs> in the background of comedy. It's Lucas Hurl. It's so nice to see you, man. Thank you, guys. Good to see you both. Correct. <laughs> uh, Hi. Yeah. Um, so I you. Lucas, you're the perennial uh, bartender uh, at the uh, at the comedy store. Uh, you became a uh, paid regular uh, not too long ago, and uh, and now it's the, getting long uh, ago now. It's it, Like almost it, yeah. almost three years.
2: Yeah, it was August of two thousand seventeen. Oh Damn. wow! Yeah,
0: so that's I guess it is getting a while now. The uh, I've I've lost a lot of sense of time uh, with the pandemic. I mean, I'm sick of this pandemic. We I'll yeah, say we, it. Yeah, Luke is. Uh, Luke's the only one. Strangely enough, he's the. It's been hard on me this <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> and Luke only. <laughs> uh, I've. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, do you do you miss the the like the comedy like the comedy store environment that we were all um, embroiled in for so long?
2: Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. If they need me to quarantine another six months, year, I'll do it. <laughs> I won't raise a fuss. Seriously, like, uh, me and, and our friend Brent Biddlecombe. if everybody treated this pandemic like Biddlecombe, he hasn't left his house in Burbank the whole t- for like a year. And if everybody treated it like he did, we'd be over it in two months. Yeah. Yeah. It could, but,
1: it could have been a month, this whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have been a yeah. month, but...
2: But people have to do outdoor comedy shows.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> well, we're we're basically
1: it. doctors, you know, right? Because of medicine and being the best.
2: Yeah, I come from a family of doctors, so I, I, you know, I'm the I'm the failure. Yeah. <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> yes, there, that's uh, true. <laughs> are they? Are, what kind of doctors are in your family? Are they all like the same no, kind? Uh, I'm just kidding. My my dad, growing up, he's a family practice, and oh, he okay. retired. About when was it? Because my concept of time's messed up too. It was only like a month ago. Oh wow! Oh, he wanted to. He wanted to wait till July, but the the hospital switched over to computers to keep records. And he's just 70. now. Y- yeah. <laughs> and he's old school. Like he'd still go to the office every night after dinner, and he'd do sh- charts, and he'd handwrite them. He'd dictate into his recorder. Uh-huh. Like he was a really old school kind of doctor, and so when that. The whole digitization of medicine, I think he just said, I'll retire early and get out. I don't know if it's of medicine, but the whole entire world. Yeah, okay. Yeah, everything's
0: starting to... Yeah, it sounds like they caught up to the
1: year 1990 at his (laughs) family practice. Right, right.
0: Yeah, what's with these punch cards? I don't know how to...
2: Program a damn computer the yeah, size he's of a st- room?
1: Is he still prescribing cocaine for like...
2: <laughs> you know, the funniest thing about my dad, he's very anti-weed. I think he probably knows that I partake and smoke every once in a while. But he's wow. so anti-weed that he told me he would rather prescribe um, like painkillers than weed. Because he's been prescribing painkillers for 35 years. Mm-hmm. He yeah. has... No idea. He thinks, you know, weed is still the devil. Okay. Why? <laughs> He's from small town Iowa, Luke. Right. Okay. Yeah,
1: but he is a doctor still. You'd think that he'd see the evidence and how it has no effect on people. I know.
2: That's the, that's the side of the family that's the Trump supporters, too, though. So they're, right. you know, they ideologically they go a lot of ways <laughs> that side of your
1: family being your de- your whole
2: family your dad <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad's side yeah my, oh, dad, okay. my mom's side is the other half the, they see. they balance me that's Absolutely. good
0: yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it's like your dad sounds like the whole opioid epidemic. Like that, yeah, right. <laughs> that mentality. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to put it all on his dad. No, but, I know. It's, I, it's just right. like. But Stuart went there. Okay. gloves <laughs> yeah, are a... off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lucas, your dad is responsible for a drug he epidemic. He's retired now. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 He um, cleans his hands of the blood <laughs> immediately. It's great. Um. You are you're also a um, a you know you're a filmmaker. I've worked on. Uh, I remember working on a like a, a short with you uh, many years yeah. ago where uh, we were. I think it was you, Brenton, Dean Del Rey, and myself. <laughs> I think it was like wow. I, I think I was being a, a lift driver. Talk about white boy yeah. summer. No, no, I wasn't the lift driver. De- <laughs> yeah, it was white boy summer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we were hanging out with <laughs> Chet Hanks and um, uh, <laughs> uh, Dean was the the lift driver back when Lyft still had the pink mustaches. And I don't know if you had stolen one or if you'd made one. Yeah, but...
2: no, it was Jessica Michelle Singleton. She she let us borrow it. Oh, perfect. And uh, and so I had
0: ordered a Lyft and I had to ride on the back of Dean's uh, many motorcycles. Uh, nuts to butts as he would say
2: yeah that's my favorite part about that sketch years later is that we were able to get the nuts to butts line on camera (laughs) because it's such a stupid you know ridiculous kind of joke but you know and of course dean doesn't do it anymore but yeah it's been like a
1: couple months since he did it
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh he probably performed somewhere last night yeah uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and we thought because it was back in the day you had to put the, the mustache on the lift yeah and how did did you put it I think Dean had it around his body didn't we, we want to put it on the motorcycle where like I think it'd be funnier if he's actually like like it's a belt
0: yeah and I think I, I had to put on like a much smaller pink yes. mustache yes uh, to show that I was the rider and <laughs> it yes. was it was yes. just one of those um, one
1: of those where can I find this
0: gem this I comedy
1: you, masterpiece. I'll send it
2: to you, Luke. Uh, you were a lifesaver that day, Stuart. I mean, oh, the thanks. day of of shooting. You know, Willie Hunter. I don't know what he was busy doing, but he, you know. So I called you last minute, and thank God you did, because.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was uh, back back in those those early days of of me working at the comedy store. I think it was around 2012 or 2013. Whereas like. I really was doing a lot of nothing. Uh, I was like, it was like the store and just like figuring out what LA was to me. And, um, and it was, it's one of those moments that I reflect on still, because I felt, um, more a part of the comedy community on days like that. I think there was another time where Sam Tripoli let me be part of a sketch for the, that was going to be aired on a live naughty show that he would do in the main What a good guy. Yeah. And, uh, and whatever, whatever, whatever you think of Sam Tripoli, it was a nice. It's great. Yeah. It, it was a nice moment to feel like I felt included. And like, that's something that's always felt a little strange for me in comedy. Yeah. Like we all go through this, like, am I included in this new sphere of people? And yeah. Then we, and then we move forward. And it's like, all right, what's the new sphere that I want to
2: be included in? What, what club do I want to be a part of? Yeah, don't you feel like when we all got to the comedy store it was like we were deciding to restart high school? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's yeah, like it's, a uh, high school. It's pledging yeah. a fraternity
1: is what yeah. it's freshman year of college. That's kind of yeah. how I felt cuz you're away from the parents, mm-hmm. you live in a shitty dorm. Yeah. And, like you eat like shit. It's it's Yeah. You gain the comedy store 15.
2: <laughs> Some of them never, never lose it. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: well yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of uh, drinking that goes on there that doesn't lead to being the skinniest person I've ever well, been.
2: I, 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 I hung out with a couple of the former bartenders just this last week, and I got to say, uh, they have lost a lot of weight from not drinking. Mm. Yeah. L- like, it's, it's noticeable.
0: It was a real yeah. crew of, uh, of bartenders that you were a part of, Lucas. Rob yeah. looks
2: great now yeah Rob was the one I was thinking of and then Carrie too oh
0: cool very cool
2: yeah and then there
0: were and you know we, we've talked to uh, we talked we were just talking to uh, Brett Erickson uh, who's, who's with Carrie and we also t- um, I was also thinking of Toby uh, mm-hmm. at the bar it was just a, the bar for those who are not familiar with the, the comedy store environment the, the bar I think is you know it's the central meeting place for a lot of people the fr- regardless the of the front show. bar or the back bar well, the, the front bar especially, because it's out... Let's outs- start with the
1: front bar, because yeah. that there's there's universes in that little building.
0: Yeah, it's... It, it's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's magical. <laughs> yeah, magical in, in, in maybe... And it's <laughs> kind of where I
1: grew up, you know? It's yeah. my church and my gym and I mean, my psychiatrist's
0: <laughs> office. <laughs> but the front bar was uh, seminal for me. I would I would see you there, Lucas. I'd see Toby there. Um, you were much nicer to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: And um, not that and, to- and everyone. Yeah. Well, you do a, you do a great Toby impression, by the way. I don't know if Dude. you've done it in years, but <laughs> I think everyone does. But I love doing it because
0: I'll, I'll 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 preface it with this: Toby would, was not mean to me, but he would just not speak to me much. And then one day, about six months into me working there, he's like, "Dude, you got to get a shot of one fifty one in you, bro." <laughs> that's,
2: that's exactly how he talks. Yeah, like that he was. Has, <laughs> go ahead Oh I was going to say he has a very frat guy attitude and then you realize he's like 50 <laughs> Yeah which <laughs> I is <think> <laughs> I mean great care of his
0: skin <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah he does look great um and he like the bar the front bar can be intimidating when someone is working there who you know a lot of the bartenders are you know don't take no guff and like will say you don't what do you want we don't make good drinks we just make strong drinks yeah, motherfucker. What well, do you we, want? We were
2: all taught. We were taught by Thai guys. Yeah, like Mitzi only hired Thai bartenders when she was there. Most, you know, eighty like percent Thai bartenders. I guess Heart the Playboy Club was Hart and Huck, and then there was this guy named Tony who he had some, you know, Thai name, but we just called him Tony because it's mm-hmm. easier. He used to wear a weightlifting belt when he bartended, and he was half blind. So I like. I mean. And, it's been probably, what, eight years since he left, but uh, he was kind of the head guy, and he taught us all to take no shit, don't worry about overpouring. <laughs> Huck, Huck, Huck told me this, too. He said, don't ever measure, just just pour what you want, what you think. You want them <laughs> fucked up.
1: Till it's full. <laughs> Fill the glass, I see a lot of. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Um, I- And so everybody has their own barometer. Like a shot for Punky is way more than a than you know, an serving of alcohol for me. Like as a customer of the store, you gotta really hope you come on the night where like
1: you get Really, uh, a good bartender in a good mood.
2: Yes, it really.
1: You need both to have a great night at the store. I mean, you know, to have that part be great. Do y'all miss it? Um, I miss I miss the glory days, man. (laughs) I, I lettered pi- at the store. I I had the C on my chest. I was captain, you s- baby. You
2: still have it,
1: man. I'm Captain Door Guy. Um.
2: Yeah.
0: I. I missed. I missed pieces of it. I. I needed to like. I needed to stop working there when I stopped. You know, at the end of 2016, because I just. um I don't know. It was at a certain at a certain point. It was you were like, done. You had worked there enough. Yeah. Was, you were I'd done had, with it. I'd had I'd had yeah, my my fill.
1: Meanwhile, I still worked there, and uh, even after cleaning up Lucas's puke two times.
2: Thank you for that. Wait, I thought it was just once.
1: No, it's definitely twice.
2: Well, I don't remember either time. When you, pass, when you passed out, well, yeah, of course you would. Um, it wasn't because you had the flu. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, uh, I remember that night. The girl, um, so I'd known Luke for, I'd first heard of Schwartz in 2013. I used to date a girl in Texas. And her cousin Hillary knew Luke from camp growing up. So oh wow! When I would go to Austin to hang out with my brother. You know this. I didn't about know this. you
1: did. I thought I thought the only connection was that your brother married her cousin. Is that what it was?
2: Yes. Yes, and I dated the young. I dated my sister-in-law's youngest sister. Uh. So I would go to Austin and visit them, and Hillary was living in Austin at the time. And she's like, You gotta meet my friend Luke. He's a comedian. I grew up with him. He's a if, comedian in New York. Everyone who
1: knows he, a comedian says that, like, hey, you gotta you gotta meet this comedian, whatever. It could be yeah. anybody.
2: And you know the thought that goes through your head when you're a you know, twenty six, twenty seven year old comedian telling you, you gotta meet another comedian across the country, you're like, I don't gotta meet this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> and and, <laughs> and you didn't <laughs> and so, you didn't well, have to at the time. Like it at was the fine. Time, Everything it, <laughs> And literally a year later, I was bartending at the front. And it was a Monday night. Or it wasn't a Monday night I was bartending. But I was bartending at the front, and this guy used to come up. He was just mopey, and he'd just hang out on the bar. He'd ask for a glass of water. And he just kind of, his attitude just butt bothered me at the time. And so I was filming <laughs> a, one of the first.
1: I wonder like, where first. this is going.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was filming one of the first, you know, shitty Kill Tony shows. And they bring up a comedian, and they say Luke Schwartz. And I associate the name that, you know, Hillary had told me with the face of this guy who was mopey at the front bar asking for water. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, damn it. I have to like this guy and, you know, look out for him kind of if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Luke was the only guy who ever went to Tommy and said, hey, bring it, you know, bring this guy in. And oh, wow. Probably took Tommy a few months, but I know Garza gave a, a good word to yeah. which... Garza and I
1: were buds for a little bit, but I, yeah, I I don't remember it being a Kill Tony. I remember the show being like, I, I kind of knew that you knew my friend sort of, but I wasn't too worried about it, but I remember doing, (laughs) like I, somehow I was just in the right place, right time, got thrown up on a belly room show and you saw a set of mine and you were like, hey, not bad actually <laughs> okay. you're like actually not the worst and i was like yeah i am not the worst i'm not the yeah. ba- and then from then on you kind of liked me i think that's yeah. my recollection you, re- you, re- you of re- it.
2: really are one of my favorite comedians <laughs> i love your style i find it very unique refreshing oh wow. hell yeah hopefully hopefully none of us yeah i didn't if realize you were the, the general public <laughs> yeah
0: i didn't realize how deep this uh this connection went this is this is beautiful uh, I I love how that is how that's all that's really all it takes to progress in a field, especially comedy, where it's like, hey, you're just not terrible. Can you do this other thing, or right. <laughs> could we, right. maybe we could keep you 100%. around? Yeah, Consistent. even the store
2: is a good example of that. We, we didn't know a lot of I, you know. For my first eight years, I was pretty bad, but <laughs> for it, my we, first we all had a place eight years, to fail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. You, you have a role. I remember Josh Martin was just, just all the door guys didn't like him, but the one Thai bartender saw that he could, as a bartender, if you told him to do something, he would do it, and he wouldn't argue with the Thai guys. Yeah. So that's really the only reason a guy like Josh Martin was able to stay around, because if he didn't have, if Josh didn't become a bartender, he started as a door guy like I did, he he would have been eaten alive. Yeah. If he didn't have the Thai guys looking out for him. Wow. Yeah, what, what a it makes sense. What a tale that, pe- I-
1: <laughs> that people who English isn't their first language can <laughs> right. like right. are OK with Josh yeah. Martin.
0: And, yeah. And yeah. English wasn't Josh's either. So it's uh, it worked out <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, it's um, I think and I think a lot of people would ask. Uh, me at least, and I'm sure they asked both of you, like, what it takes to work at the comedy store as a door guy and location, th- location, location. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, I think it's that, and like, just don't suck. That was really all yeah. it was. Like, can you do in what, general? In like, general, what it, is like asked- all
1: all over across yeah. the board? Don't be bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it, if you're not, you don't have to be great, but just don't be bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that's what leads to, that could, that's what can lead to longevity. And I think, I think a lot of people get surprised about that in our field. Like when we run into people who are like producing things or writing things or acting in things or any aspect of entertainment. And then all of a sudden uh, we're just like, Oh, these people just don't suck either. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. I think that's all it takes. And I think that's a, uh, that's kind of heartwarming. Just don't suck.
1: <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of door guys that just didn't do enough shit though. Like like people like were lazy and kind of just didn't care about keeping the wrong people out or like sure. really IDing people or like stopping people at the back door that just like make the the job worse. Lucas always did his shit, which was was yeah, nice. Yeah, and
2: well, and both of you too. It's a hard place if you have a soul. And it's, it's especially hard if you care yeah. because I know of the door guys, like I would, see, you know, you'd see Schwartz like an hour before the showroom, like adjusting chairs and stuff like that's a guy that cares about his job. And you know, how you do one thing is really how you do everything. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple people that we know that have been fired from the store and Honestly, since then, I can barely look him in the face. Because you have to be a fucking idiot. You have to be really stupid. Well, a,
1: fr- a friend of ours, I won't mention any names, but he's he's Feng Chow. Uh, he, like, he had a friend so of the show. many. Yeah, friend of the show. Friend of mine. Had so many chances to get fired. He, like, he got so many warnings and so many warnings and finally... It took him choking out another door guy to get fired on camera. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it takes to get fired from the comedy store.
2: Well, the night that Schwartz was cleaning up my puke in the bathroom. Okay, I do know the two times you're talking about that, but they were two times in the same night, right? They were two different no, locations.
1: It was two times okay, like, over <laughs> a year apart, I think.
2: Okay. The mystery continues for Lucas. Yeah. One you were it
1: yeah. was it was when the original room had the old booths and you, you passed out in like the back corner and like puked and we were glad you were on your side and not like Jimi Hendrix and you didn't choke on anything. We were very happy. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a good, I'm. That's what I have going for me. If you're an asshole drunk, uh, like I, I've, I've passed out in every room in that club. <laughs> Even the, the wow. belly room, I used to pass out in the most. And you know, I remember I've woke, woken up at like 3 a.m. a couple times in the belly room, and you're like too drunk to be afraid of ghosts. Even. Like no, like I know there's evil spirits in the room, but I'm like, I dare you to deal with my still drunk ass. Yeah, you're <laughs> gonna set to off scary. the alarm, which is scarier. Yeah. No, there wasn't alarms at the time. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah the, the ghosts are like that guy is gross. I don't
2: want to get my ectoplasm they... anywhere near that. I was gonna say the ghosts sound kind of gay too. I, I've
1: I've not I've not had a great night in a few of those rooms. I once. <laughs> well, so, Stuart mentioned how, like, uh, 151 Bacardi was the new guy shot, is the drink that all new guys have to do, and it is, yeah. it hurts, and I think one night, and, and they don't serve a small amount of it, either, as a shot, it's like a, it's mm-hmm. a, at least a triple
2: <laughs> it, Yeah, yeah
1: And I think I had, uh a, I think four of those in one night, and I... I puked in the trash can in the OR booth, <laughs> like in the cover booth I oh, wow. yeah, threw yeah. up there. Oh, yeah. And then I kind of just had to lie down in, like, it was it was pretty late, so there weren't a lot of customers, and it was before, every, like, the store got popular again, and I was just kind of, and Adam was managing. He wasn't the talent booker yet, even, mm-hmm. and I was lying down on the floor in the cover booth. And they had just put in security cameras and he called, I heard, I heard him use the intercom. And so I picked up and I was like, Hey, you know, really fake. And he goes, are you lying down in the car? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, just for a second or something. He goes, You're a weird dude, man. <laughs> it's like, well, Oh, why are you speaking so weird? That's weird. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, it's really weird of me. <laughs> it's not because I yeah. almost have alcohol poisoning.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's bad, Stuart. You were smart to not ever really mess with the. Have, you don't drink, do you? I, I, don't I, remember I do remember you. He I has do, a beer or two sometimes.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. Okay. Dr- I don't drink a lot to <laughs> excess, um, and uh, I've definitely drunk more in the pandemic uh, for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. Just to tie one off, but like. Yeah. Well, I, it's been hard on me. This yeah, pandemic. it's been. Yeah, it's been hard on Luke, so it's hard on me too. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just. I always got a little. I felt weird getting drunk at work. That's what it felt mm-hmm. like. I was like, ah. I felt great about it. Yeah, I mean, I felt so
2: right. Yeah, Luke needed it. Luke, he <laughs> he come to me early some nights, and I, I would I would say no more for you know as always for his sake. Yeah, I didn't want to get him trouble. I started. I,
1: to I I I was pretty bad for a couple years there, but I started to get like I would go after ten o'clock. I would start, and that would be yeah. like usually the time. I remember that.
0: Yeah, I've I've had a couple moments at the comedy store. I remember... I Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. I've had... I allegedly had my first edible at the store, and I had mixed... I had had a couple drinks already because it was a particularly uh, long evening that ended early. And uh, so... And Carlos... uh, Our friend Carlos had given me a... uh, um, Allegedly, a, (laughs) a chocolate that I... Just sort of popped in my mouth, <laughs> and then I remember being at the front bar, that iconic front bar, mm-hmm. la- laughing for what felt like 20 minutes. <laughs> and I had what had a, a
1: benign co- story.
0: And, I had, <laughs> and then he and I had gone, went down to Mills and then I I, made, I threw up in that bathroom. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so I I, I took I took my vomit to a second
2: location. <laughs> uh, it's very. It's, it's terrible. I, I'm. I'm just, whenever I get too drunk, and it's been a long time, but that's the kind of drunk I was. I wouldn't get hungover. I would just yak it up. Um yeah. Wherever. Sure. <laughs> and <laughs> make sure another like, like person named Luke is so around. Pi- I was Dude. so
1: pissed at you because you threw up in the sink of the bathroom. I know. <laughs> and the toilet was right fucking there, man. <laughs> unbelievable
0: <laughs> and i was just like yeah, and i had I, to I scoop it out too.
1: i had to scoop it out i wore gloves i almost like threw up a lot i was it was not good <laughs>
2: <laughs> um yeah that night eric this uh, that, i, I he, think that was he, a
1: come to god talk for you
2: yeah it really was he uh he, he, I remember I, th- my first memory of because I don't I passed out but I woke up at some point around 2 a.m. and we're closing and Eric told me to take my shirt off, and uh, and I'm like why? And he's like he puked on. It. I looked down. I'm, oh, okay, and I take it off. And, but I I remember taking a, a comedic beat when when uh, he said you got puke on it and I looked down and looked up and I, and I and I kind of made him chuckle, and so. <laughs> You know, I, I should have lost my job. <laughs> and if you realize quickly at the store that they will get you out if they want you out. Yeah. Yeah. If if, if you belong, you can do it like, you know, I'm sure you heard about. You can't do anything. When I, when yeah. I, when I started as a door guy, we used to have poker games.
1: I heard about were,
2: these. And there was a picture that came out and like me and Toby and a couple other people were in it. and. Now, a couple people got fired from that picture, but me and Toby didn't because you know, we were <laughs> better. Uh, for some reason, yeah. The, the, they just wanted to. Hart was in there too. Um, we were all in the main room at like 3 a.m. playing poker. <laughs> there was a picture that got posted online and it got one of the managers fired. Damn. Um, but I, I, wow. I realized quickly, and somebody told me, said, This place will get rid of you if they want to get rid of you. Yeah. Um, but if you if you're if you're halfway decent at anything, like Schwartz said, they will. You can stick around if you're a decent person. Mm-hmm. And so I went into Eric's office a couple of days later, and he really just had a a real good friend talk with me. He's like, wow. "I knew this wasn't you. You were drinking heavy for a reason. It's because my ex girlfriend had gotten was you know a new boyfriend at the time, and you know mm-hmm. I was young and didn't know how to handle that." And uh, I had to sign something saying I'd never drink at the store again and I, still I remember that yeah it's in my closet um i <laughs> I think it lasted for over like a year seven right? months oh yeah 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 I mean eventually you know you
1: got your shit together and you didn't and they forget and you didn't do about it to yeah. excess yeah
2: yeah and uh, I, I Eric, Eric hated
1: Eric. me Eric, Eric would have fired me if he i mean well I don't know. I he, got re-
2: he, I, he. I think he likes you. He, you're a smart ass Like he's a smartass. Yeah, ass. but I don't. I think he didn't like, like me because
1: of that. I think he really saw a lot of himself in me, and so he hated that. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, and I was also not looking for his approval all the time because, like, I have a good relationship with my dad. Like I'm chilling. Like I, I don't need uh, your approval. Yeah, and like, and I was trying to get a Booker's approval, not like a GM approval. And I, I'm doing yeah. the job, but like he. He once he wrote me up for uh clocking in early. And I clocked in like uh I clocked in what I what I thought was uh fifteen minutes before the clock in time, but my schedule was wrong. So oh, I had clocked okay. in like an hour and fifteen minutes before the time. And then so I he was like, You clock it in too early and I was like, Okay, but even then the the minimum wage I think was still like we were making 850. What were we making? Okay. Uh, and 10? so I was like, yeah. So I was like, before taxes, I made yeah. 10 bucks off this place.
2: Yeah. And that's what Ooh. you're
1: super mad about. <laughs> yeah. I was like, aren't you making so like a million
0: up? a year now? Like, what? Yeah.
1: <laughs> at least. And he, he wrote me, he also wrote me up for uh, not turning on the air conditioners one time.
2: Yeah and I, I was like and th- i got shit-faced and didn't get anything right so. yeah <laughs>
1: yeah so i don't know if he liked me lucas
2: <laughs> he likes you i love eric, eric was he i uh, hate to say was because he's not the you know vp there i'm glad he's gone and
1: i bear him no ill will and i think he did a great job when he was there i think he's a yeah, good guy I and him, i just
2: I th- yeah i'm whatever well, the best part is is uh no one ever leaves comedy you know, we know that, so be nice to everybody because Yeah. People come back. No. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I I, I And sometimes with events. He, really, he really turned that place around because there were two different eras between Stuart's time, I'd say, and Luke's time. Uh I, I caught the cusp of it, but I don't know I don't know if it was just him. I mean it's a, it was a bunch of things. It wasn't just him. It was no. a lot of things. But he was a big part. He changed the culture there. He he
1: I think I think Tommy leaving did more than Eric staying, but Tommy but had, Tommy
2: left because of Eric.
1: Right. Tommy had to get fired. I mean, they were looking for a reason to fire this guy anyway. And, like, they just came up with he was taken from the till. Yeah. And so they, yeah. they, they found the reason. They didn't want him around, and the, the building found yeah, a way.
2: They they will find a way. But it was, it was other
0: stuff, too. I mean, like, we were talking about Brenton earlier, and Brenton, you know, made oh, the Brenton place was huge. desirable through social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, the... The comedians there made it exciting once you were there, uh, and you know roast battle made it fun on Tuesdays, yeah. and so right. it, it all it all built up into uh, mm-hmm. what it what it became. And I'm interested to see what it will be like when it comes back. I've I will you know when we when I asked you if you missed it, I mean like I definitely haven't felt an inkling like I gotta be there now. Uh, like when they were doing the stuff, like having people chilling yeah, through in the, the window and stuff. Or,
1: yeah. Like yeah. that,
0: that all, that all seemed very um, like Dickensian in a way where it's just like, uh, <laughs> it felt like, okay, this is comedy in the apocalypse. Do I need to be telling jokes right now or should I be worried about my survival? Like that's
1: <laughs> a Dickensian. I don't know. Maybe Bradbury but not, <laughs> yeah, not quite Dickensian.
2: <laughs> well, the amount of people, too, that would go, comedians would go on social media and they say, wear a mask, and then two posts later, come to my show. So it's just like, what message are you sending? <laughs> and I, I feel it now more that people are less concerned, definitely, about the pandemic that was going on. But when people were really trying to get back and stand up right away. Um, yeah. It, it just and it was felt, all the it, worst it people. kind of sad. Yes. People that should not be on stage to begin with, not <laughs> even without a pandemic. Right. Yeah, are the first I, I, ones. Can't,
1: I cannot believe, I saw a picture of this like a group of comedians like just did this open mic or whatever, and it was a recent in the pandemic. I was like, God, I I would pay to not see that lineup. Like, <laughs> I would go, here's $20. Do I not, can I not watch this now? <laughs> Yeah. unbelievable
2: yeah yeah I mean comedy's timing and some of these people really have no freaking I didn't do any zoom shows I knew right away that it's a trap because you're you know you do a spot and you just can't leave you gotta stick around you can't Irish exit that
0: yeah you can yeah you can I, exit and, call, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> and I mean, it might be a faux pas I suppose and, yeah I can't do it sure you might,
2: yeah.
1: I've done, like, four or five Zoom shows, but you can't, yeah, you can't, like, if you bomb, you're just in your house now. Like, it's, you just sit in it. It's really bad. But, it, uh-huh. I mean, it was, it, they were good and fun shows, and you can do crowd work really easily because you can see everyone's, <laughs> uh, not only personal space, but, like, their mm. name as well. So, you can look at them and be like, hey, Jack, over the, yeah, you, yeah. with the, <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, you think know their that. name with the Captain you know...
1: Crunch doll in the background. Yeah, like, you, why yeah, do you yeah. have that?
0: You know their name and you know their taste.
1: Yeah.
2: This I got con Chocula. Yeah. This here is Drew Bledsoe. He was a quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Um, uh, I know. Between 2002
1: and 2005. Mm. Eric Bledsoe is a good basketball player. He's a guard.
2: Ah, uh, nice stuff. Go Pelicans. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, dude. All I do now, yeah.
0: No, I was going to... Please go on. I was going to ask you what you've been doing that you look forward to.
2: Well, I was in Iowa for two months during the coldest part of the year. I just got back to LA a few weeks ago, and I couldn't go outside, so I just got addicted to the stock market and fantasy basketball, and they are both hemorrhaging my money. (laughs) (laughs) He's a betting man.
0: Not a good one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're on uh, What's About All the Odds, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What's the odds? Um, So that's a podcast with you and... um, Bring Biddle
2: Steve and is Steve Steve easy. And and uh, Emma, she's our she's our trusted producer and engineer. Nice. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, you know, Brenton won that million dollars on DraftKings right. a year ago, and I was I was, I wrote this bit and I think it'll work well. But it really is the worst thing to ever happen to me because to this day it makes me think I can do it too. So I've probably lost you know fourteen hundred dollars on DraftKings. Like that's where my stimmy goes. It wow. goes straight to. <laughs>
1: Damn, and it's not just one bet, I assume.
2: No, no, it's just a You're series constant. of, like, $5, $10.
1: Do you only bet on sports? What else do you bet on?
2: No, uh, the stock market.
1: <laughs> ah, yes.
2: Dude, my phone's a casino. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> no, I, I bought some Google yesterday. I'm being more conservative now, but uh, yeah, do you, you got to lose money to make money. Mm, mm-hmm. Do you? You don't bet on, like... Do you guys just do
1: sports stuff on the podcast? Do you ever do like No, I, no we uh, do
2: Oscars, Grammys, we do anything yeah. you can bet on. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. anything I love that can be bet on we cover.
1: What's the weird what's a weird one that you bet on recently or like the weirdest well, there, one you could there, think of?
2: There was one just a week ago when Dak Prescott signed his extension with Dallas and then Kim and Kanye got divorced was the odds Vegas had better odds at Dak Prescott being kim kardashian's next boyfriend than they had of the cowboys winning the super bowl
1: <laughs> uh-huh okay wow
2: yeah. how do you wow. I do, how do you take a I mean, bet on I'm that tie hard bills fan i hate the cowboys i do think they have a better chance of uh of kim and Dak getting together than of dat getting a super bowl ring yeah well, this year at least this season
0: yeah, one yeah. one one ring is gonna happen, and it's not. Yes. it's not that one. It's not this one. Um, yeah, that's a.
1: Imagine proposing with a Super Bowl ring. That would be <laughs> fucking badass. <laughs> That'd
0: be cool as hell. Get down the box is huge. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, this is made for a much bigger finger. It's like, we'll yeah, size it. it's yeah.
1: fine. <laughs> it's, yeah, put it on her thumb.
0: here <laughs> on her big toe. <laughs> That's That's
1: but I mean the bling is there yeah totally. it's yeah. it's got the wow factor, and it's yeah. unique. I bet oh I, I bet someone Ooh. would love that.
0: What's the biggest rush you've gotten from a bet? Oh.
2: Uh, you know what's giving me a big heart on right now <laughs> is starting like in December whenever I'd have like an extra 20 bucks from day trading I'd always put it in Volkswagen stocks I'm German and I just figure you know that German engineering sure they're, they're gonna make electric cars and my money is on Volkswagen to do it right so I just put my after they lied about all the and
1: emission standards yes and-
2: but that was year that was a couple years ago I gotta figure Delray told me the same thing. He's like, they always have some sort of controversy. It's like, well, mm-hmm. they... Well, they started, the started as, you
1: know, li- like, literally company. the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I know.
2: I know. It's cars then, for the people. Still
1: a- yeah. <laughs> as um, long as you're
2: not Jewish. They're for the people.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Well, and also, I, I put my money in foreign car companies because the, the U.S. ones, the unions here, kind of not good if sometimes i get in a
1: volkswagen i go Phew, it's hot it feels like an oven in here <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh that's stupid um but anyway so that's doubled in the last two months okay so like today oh. it, it because everybody's crazy on the electrical vehicle thing and so many people were making so many idiots were making money through tesla last year in the market mm-hmm. and i didn't i it's just not a to me, it's not where I'd want to risk my money. But a lot of people made a lot of money out of it. And so I view this next couple of years where Volkswagen will be able to take some of that market share. And so like when I was down pretty heavy yesterday, but like Volkswagen, man, that shit was flying high. Okay. And so, I, you know, I, I'm okay. <laughs> I kind of laugh it off when I lose all my money now. You know? Like, no, I don't you know. Do? you've never lost all your money in one fell swoop luke no i was one time
1: i was in vegas and i was i was like it was not the first time i was there but it was the first hour that i was in vegas and i was walking through a casino floor and there was a guy with his phone plugged into the charger into an outlet he found in the wall and he's like crouched down on the phone and he's he's got a nice shirt on and nice (laughs) pants but he's crying into the phone going I lost it all. I don't know how it happened. I'm going to lose the house. And I was like, Whoa. Vegas, baby, we're in it. Here we go.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, here's my reasoning, too. Um, as a comedian, I don't think anyone gets funnier as they get more money. But as you lose all your money, w- you have to get funnier. Pretty really yeah.
1: funny. <laughs> Chris Rock always said you're funnier when you ride the bus.
2: Yeah. That's
1: mm-hmm. true. Yeah, Definitely. But you're more comfortable when you don't. It's great. It's I would prefer not to, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> that battle between like uh, being down to earth and being comfortable, and I think comfort is um, can be the greatest enemy of growth. And so sometimes we got to go out on a limb and you know try a stock, or we got to like we got to you know push ourselves outside of our our comfort zone.
1: Stuart, what are you gonna invest in? You gotta invest in something. You are gonna invest in MLS what are you gonna what are you gonna put your money into
0: that's uh that's a good question i what's a
1: stewart stock to buy giant bikes i just (laughs) question schwinn
0: yeah i i would i would probably maybe like a maybe like an up-and-coming like fashion company or something like that Um,
1: pocket square (laughs) rs
0: maybe like a rotisserie
1: chicken place (laughs) Uh, like sabra
0: You can do sabra. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All my money's in
2: hummus.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess it could be like chickpea futures. Chickpea futures.
2: I was gonna recommend something like Etsy for you. I don't know why. Sure. Like that specifically. Is Etsy publicly traded? yes yeah. and last oh. year they they were booming because people were buying these damn face masks and so like etsy um roku you know the, the streaming company mm-hmm. yeah square is another one all of those three went through the roof they increased like 500 percent because there were no interest rates and everybody seemed to be making money in the market yeah. now they're all getting hammered etsy's one that i bought a few days ago though because it's e-commerce and i will that and Pinterest. Pinterest is another one. Yeah, I went to high school with one of the founders of Pinterest, so like, you're so I, close I, to all this money. I load it up, <laughs> and like, I believe those are both very overpriced, but uh, they're also, I don't see them going down. So I was going to guess Etsy for you, Stuart. I don't know why. I just figured it's kind of artisanal. Sure. Um, it's it's just beginning That's to something. boom. What what could
1: I invest in? That's very uh like a Luke thing to invest in, being very nice, yeah, and cool, I don't, and I don't funny. Know, I don't know you frowning, are nice now. yeah, frowning, yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, uh <laughs> false compliments?
2: Yeah, I was gonna guess knight. Oh boy, um, I'll have to think about you. I was gonna, I was, uh,
0: yeah. I, I think I feel like Luke. You could invest in like, I mean, you play video games a lot now, so maybe, um. I'm a gamer. Yeah, I mean, like anything. I think anything related to gaming might be something that you would have. Do you play uh, a lot of games? Me? You?
2: Yeah.
1: I play some games, but I I play. Which ones? Oh, okay. We're gonna go there. Um, (laughs) Dude, yeah. I friggin' I uh I play uh, the Assassin's Creed. That's a fun one to run around and run up walls and stuff. I play Overwatch with the homies. Mm-hmm. on the xbox and uh yeah. i really i can't wait for skate 4 to come out but i'm not like a gamer gamer i just like yeah. to play video games
2: yeah well i i worked in video games for eight and a half years right when i was bartending so yeah i, I kind of when i started working i stopped playing them but i still you know keep up with the industry quite a bit and still have a lot of friends in it why why did um, you
1: stop playing them once you worked there it was just too much yeah,
2: I remember we were working on, it was the summer of 2011, we were working on the voiceover for Elder Scrolls Skyrim. I love oh, that game. Thanks. And that was when uh, Game of Thrones premiered, was that same summer. And I was living at that, this house with five other guys, all Midwestern film dudes, and they, they would watch Game of Thrones every Sunday, and I, I just I couldn't get into it, because it was dragons and... It was like and, work? Uh, it was like work it was Mm. exactly the same game that we were doing of thrones yeah and it was I just didn't want to spend my one night off of two nights off hearing about dragons and princesses and all this shit that I had to listen to during the day (laughs) I live a fantasy every
0: goddamn day I don't need to hear any (laughs) more fantasy stories
2: Uh, uh, (laughs) that was me but there's a lot of people that were into both yeah I'm sure and I, I worked with some real nerds there, too. I mean, some real, like, you I, would know, assume so. I I get a kick out of when people, like, think it's cool to call themselves a nerd, because, you know, these video game developers and publishers, I mean, they're the yeah. real, real yeah. OGs. Liking
1: Star Wars does not make you a nerd. It is the biggest franchise out there. But, you know, writing code and, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> having autism, that's what makes <laughs> a nerd. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Like ha- having that level of obsession. Like I don't. I-, I saw someone wearing like a Captain America shirt recently. And I was like, Oh, you're mainstream. You're, you get those at Target. Uh, yeah, you're the you're yeah. the you're the jock that bullies people now because because <laughs> they're not into. It's Marvel. Like wearing a Beatles t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Oh. It, it's amazing. Oh, how music.
1: The, music about, in
0: general. Cool. Yeah, I was thinking about that this week. Like, I remember wearing like a t-shirt with the Flash on it, and it was like, I was. I was the strange person like it's like oh you're into that thing that only guys who are bald with ponytails enjoy like (laughs) that's and now that's just like oh that you're I'm popular now so I love you know I love the Hulk yeah
2: yeah Yeah. no I have a lot of stupid shirts like that I have one that says come and go on it it's K-U-M and I like wore the gas it around station? I, oh, yeah, the gas yeah, station. Yeah, I, 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 I wore it one night at work, and Schwartz said to me, he said, you're like, that shirt's not funny. I'm like, it's not supposed to be. It's a real company. Um, <laughs> and that's I, I always have a problem
1: of, uh, like, comedians wearing a funny shirt.
2: No, Quince- I'm with you 100%. Quince- I got Quincy a Weekly funny wore
1: shirts that were, like, sarcastic comment loading or like, don't talk to me until I've had your coffee, or whatever. Like you know, like <laughs> just like stupid fucking shirts. And I would always like yell at them, but I, it's it's ba- It's a bad look.
2: It's a terrible look on stage. If you go on a if you go on stage with any sort of like phrase on your shirt. You know, God got forbid jokes. your shirt's funnier yeah. than you. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, but <laughs> it's like, oh, this this shirt from a gun catalog is <laughs> funnier, <laughs> yeah, than
2: my act. By the way, speaking of guns, uh, yeah, we I, 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 the only time I ever shot a gun was, was with, with, with you, Stuart. Oh yeah, and you got hit with a shrapnel. Yeah, and you got the bruise on your leg. Uh, yeah it will yeah it was on my right, right?
0: it was a on my stomach burn. i got a little burn on my stomach that's right, that's right. and that's and that spawned a bit that <laughs> eventually made it to my album <laughs> wait you'd never <laughs> shot guns before me yeah
2: no i'm a fisher i'm not a hunter interesting but i even... grew up fishing i wasn't wow yeah, yeah i wasn't like that
0: yeah it's i mean we, i think we're quick to associate you know just anywhere that's not touching a, any state that's not touching a co- coast with like oh this is all gun culture and it's i still i just think
1: america's gun culture i i did rifle re- like children's sleepaway camp when once you're 11 year old 11 years old you're allowed to shoot the 22 rifle.
2: Yeah. What's it really?
1: Yeah, it has a 22 rifle has like no kick. It's really fun.
0: It's like a BB gun, okay. right?
1: More than that. Okay. But it well, is that would I, say it's, stu- yeah. it's a real gun. It's not like a BB gun that just is like a little pal- it's it it'll it'll kill something
2: well whenever somebody says like i got a 22 or i got whenever they use like a lingo gun phrase i have no idea what they're talking about yeah and i'm sure it sounds dangerous but you know i don't know the size of bullets right i don't know shit about even guns, even from movies really.
1: you don't know like the difference between come on
2: uh the only gun knowledge i have is from double- Goldeneye. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah and the golden you know. gun will kill you in one shot and that moonraker laser, will really get you too,
2: dude. The magnum gun goes through doors. Right, that's right. Yeah, or the rail gun
1: from Quake could go through a lot of shit.
0: Yeah, my my grandpa was really into guns, but he all he had them all locked up, uh, fortunately. Uh, but all I know from is from Dirty Harry, the forty four magnum is just like a you know just a, a cartoonishly sized gun. Yes.
2: <laughs> do you remember do you remember what gun you're shooting when you got shot, Stuart? Um, you got it, you got a good too that was a bruise that yeah it was a burn, it last. was a burn on my
0: stomach. Um, I, I'm trying to remember what it was. I don't even know if it was the gun that I shot or if it was a gun from the person next to me but I th- yeah uh, like I don't know if it was like someone in the next stall but like it was either a pistol or it was like a, a rifle and uh, but I think it was a pistol. Uh, which really doesn't make uh <laughs> my <laughs> what ended up happening to me any cooler. It's like, oh, this little <laughs> this little hot piece of metal just flew off and
2: uh yeah.
0: took you down.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like a I warm mean that, that, piece.
2: That said, it's crazy fall in the stock market, and like Smith and Wesson, all the gun companies, right after the, the George Floyd protest, man, that stock doubled. It was and crazy, it really yeah yeah um
1: that's good yeah I yeah, know no we're we're
2: <laughs> we are definitely a, a gun country, but growing up in iowa i never i wasn't really ever exposed to it thankfully
1: weird that's, yeah. even buddies
2: I had friends that hunted, but i never bothered i just it, don't believe go with you. them <laughs> dude i've never i mean yeah i don't Pro- think i've killed a probably for the best yeah no i'm I'm a lover, not a hater. Yeah. A lover, not a hater. Uh, <laughs> not a fighter or a killer. <laughs> it I'm starts
1: a lover, with not hate. a hate. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> I drink lover raid, not hater raid like you guys. Okay. <laughs> That's,
2: good. That's good. That's
0: good. Yeah. Uh,
1: well Yeah, go Luca, ahead. Lucas. I, I was just gonna say this has been a really yeah. good episode. I was gonna start wrapping it up.
0: I'd I'd say so too. This has been really fun, man. And uh I'm glad you're for, well. What's Luca's... the odds? Yeah, what's the odds? Was it? What's yeah, the the, odds? what's the
2: odds? We'll be uh, taping that tomorrow. Ren is easy. Posted out on YouTube, um, and it's—I I think the audio gets more downloads. But uh,
1: mm-hmm. it's through All Things Comedy, right? How'd you get hooked up y- with them?
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, they're still going strong. I got—I think I got last place in the All Things Comedy NCAA bracket.
1: Wow. Well, yeah, that's, I just the I mean, that's a feat result. in itself
2: kind of is i remember you know you both are very educated people my first year at iowa i lived on an engineer only floor so everybody was you know taking like pre-med kind of classes and they all took chemistry and they all were crying after the first test yeah because it was so hard yeah so my next semester i'm like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna take the same class and see if you know
1: (laughs) see what the hype's all about
2: Yeah. And I took one of the, te- I, I think it was the second or third test. We had three tests that was like half of our grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was the second one that, you know, you go to a big hall, you take this test. There's probably a couple thousand students or, you know, probably like a few hundred. Like Yeah. Yeah. I think there were 560. And then you get your results online that night. And I looked and I got the second worst score out of 560 people on this chem test that I, you know, I crammed for, I did kind of study. I mean, it was all last minute, but it sure. was, but I'm like, this is more of an accomplishment. And looking back, I'm more proud that I was that stupid than had I like, wow. done well
1: yeah it, I guess
2: but you I mean Luke had, had I had I just guessed C for every answer I think I really would have done better like I did so bad on the test that I had to have tried
0: yeah especially if there was a curve involved I mean it might have might have boosted wow. you up a little bit yeah amazing <laughs> well uh, Lucas you're a man of the people and uh, it's been great talking to you man and hopefully the next time we Thank see you, you in guys. person dude.
2: yes
1: alright okay. alright Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, what the fuckers.